Hello everyone, today is the 28th of November and this is our first podcast as Conversations with My Heavenly Father. My name is Nyasha and um, I am the founder of Conversations with My Heavenly Father and um, podcasts are really something that's new to us. I really want to give a shout out uh, to someone who follows our page uh, consistently, Fiona. Thank you so much. Um, one time she just dropped a statement about podcasts and really it wasn't something that I had ever thought about but as I really started to think more on it and recognize that I would probably have more time talking on the go than actually trying to sit down and get a video done and um, just even as I've been allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to me about it now it's happening so yay Um, it's another thing that I wanted to say to someone out there that you don't have to wait for the first of January to start something new If there's something that God has been pressing on your heart and laying on your heart, I want you to know that it's never too late. As long as you're still breathing, God has a good plan for you and you can begin whatever he has for you. Remember, what you have is all you need. When Moses was standing in front of the Red Sea, God didn't ask him to look anywhere else, but he asked him and said, what is it that you have in your hand? So today I want to challenge you. What is it that you have in your hand for you to be able to start today? I just sensed in my spirit as I was beginning that that is a word for someone. What do you have in your hand? What's stopping you? What you have right now is all you need. The word of God tells us that God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness. And I'm going to delve deeper into that today. We will entitle this first podcast, Learning How to Breathe again the holy spirit dropped that subject learning how to breathe again and this is the picture that the spirit of the lord gave me just as i was thinking on that and he began to deposit scriptures as i was thinking about what we are going to delve into today so before we begin Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Have your way. May you uh, break down this word in a way that your children will understand it. I thank you for a spirit of revelation and insight in the knowledge of you. Enlighten the eyes of our understanding and reveal your mysteries to us today. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen. So um, even as I am talking on the subject, learning how to breathe again, um, to be honest, the first time the topic came to my mind I thought to myself huh learning how to breathe again how and I love how everything that happens in our lives is never wasted um the Holy Spirit took me back to a time where I had gone to visit my my granddad and my aunt in the village uh and both are late now and um, I was just thinking of a time when um, when I was a, a bit younger, I battled asthma. And praise God, I, I've been healed from that. Yet the Holy Spirit used this memory to remind me that everyone can learn to breathe. So I remember I was sleeping in the same room with my aunt. And um, it happened again that I just had an attack. And I was struggling to breathe and I was panicking. Now, if you've ever had an asthma attack or if you've ever struggled to breathe, you know what a horrifying experience it is just not being able to catch a breath 
and so my aunt was very calm um she she said let's go outside let's go sit outside and we literally went out sat outside and she just said to me breathe she said don't panic just breathe and guys as i began to calm down and breathe i could get air again no inhaler no oxygen tank bear in mind we're in a in the village here and we just sat outside and i began to breathe and it was gone and in that moment god was just speaking to me about how as his children we need to come to a place where we learn to breathe again but we can't breathe outside of him the word of god tells us in matthew chapter 4:4 that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god today i want to share with someone the word of god which is the source of your breath i want you to know that if you're going to learn to breathe again you cannot do it outside of the word of god the word of god is life and it heals Proverbs 4:22 tells us this. I want you to come to a place where you make a decision and a resolve today to get curious about what's in the word of God. 2020 has been a very different year for many of us. I've heard statements like, "Oh, can 2020 come to a year? This was the worst year." Or I've heard other people saying 2020 is cancelled. But may I announce to you that 2020 has been necessary. 2020 didn't catch God by surprise. God knows our end from our beginning. It means he knows the whole story. COVID-19 was no surprise to God. There is nothing that slips through the fingers of God that God does not see. And if you are in doubt, go to the book of Job and see how the devil had to get to Job only once the god was put down and he was given permission but even in that permission he had restrictions that he could not he could not take the life of job so today i want to remind you that god knows exactly what you're going through god knows exactly what you've been going through it is no surprise to him and i know it feels like you are overwhelmed i know it feels like there is no hope but another thing that i want to tell you today is you are not your feelings you are a spirit you have a soul and you live in a body the reason why it feels so so much like you don't have hope the reason why your emotions are so loud right now is because you keep feeding them and i want to remind you that the core of who you are is your spirit man and your spirit feeds on the word of god and your spirit's oxygen is the word of god now back to our topic learning how to breathe again i've been in an amazing discipleship class with graduating tomorrow and um my dad in the faith was just sharing about the importance of the word of god the initial effects of the word of god and he made a statement that really resonated with me and he said that we've been created to live by the word of god and without the word of god will die 
And even as I was meditating on that and looking at scriptures like Matthew 4, 4, which tells us that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, the Holy Spirit began to give me a picture. Yet again, the picture of breathing. And, you know, I was wondering why the Holy Spirit wouldn't give me the picture of food because normally we think, okay, we feed our physical bodies with food. So that would be the illustration he would give me. But I believe that he wanted to take me to a different dimension because you see, if you've done the Esther fast, you can go three days without food and water. If you've done other long-term fasts, you could actually survive without food. But what you cannot survive without is oxygen. And this is the picture that the Holy Spirit gave me. Remembering that, like I began, I know what it feels like not to be able to breathe. But you see, when you're able to breathe normally, like now I'm breathing normally, no struggles whatsoever. This is what life in the Word of God looks like. When we allow the word of God to be the center of our lives, we are like the human being who is breathing oxygen freely without any need of support. But when we occasionally get into the word of God, we are like the human being who has been given a nebulizer, an oxygen tank, and needs some support to breathe. You feel like you're thriving, but you're not quite thriving because you're not walking in the fullness of who God has called you to be. Likewise, when you're getting support in this realm from an oxygen tank, you are not designed by nature to live on oxygen. And then there's another kind of a Christian who could be on life support. Now that one only maybe goes to church and hears the word at church or once in a while. And they are literally the Christian who's like the human being who's on life support because they cannot stand in all God has called them to be and not even half of what God has called them to be because they are not living in the atmosphere of the word of God. The Holy Spirit said something powerful to me about that Christian who's on life support. He said to me, Nyasha, it will, it, it's only for so long that you can live on life support until the plug has to be pulled. Remember when someone is on life support, they can't keep them there forever. At some point, someone has to make a decision to pull the plug and if that person is not breathing by themselves they will die learning to breathe again is really about getting into the word of god as i've been on my discipleship journey which is something so profound i want to share with you i've realized that the reason why the enemy wants us not to be in the word is because he doesn't want us to trust god he wants us to doubt god and you cannot trust a person that you doubt the word of god in proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 gives us an instruction to trust in the lord with all our hearts and lean not on our own understanding it says in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight some translations say he will direct your paths when we trust god with all our hearts god will direct our paths but if we do not know God and we only get to know God through his word, it's a bit hard to trust him, don't you think? I think you'll agree with me on that one. God says in his word in Joshua 1 verse 5 that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is faithful. And I don't know where you are today. I don't know what 2020 has handed to you. I want you to know that God never left your side. He said that he will never leave you 
neither will he forsake you. Open your eyes, look around you. God is with you. Who is he to you this year? Who has he been to you this year? 2020 for me has, twenty the year 2020 I mean, for me has been a year of um, recognizing how much God has been an anchor for me. Now, if you don't know what an anchor is, um, if you've ever been on a ship or if you've ever seen a ship, this is a device and it's usually a metal device that's attached to a ship or a boat by a cable. And normally it's cast overboard to hold it in a particular place by means of a fluke that that digs into the bottom so the purpose of the anchor is to make sure that the boat or the ship doesn't move and it remains stable for me when i think of one word that god has been to me in this year he has been my anchor and because he has been my anchor i can surely say that in this year i have seen the faithfulness of god in the land of the living as you sit down and you reflect thankfully who has God been to you? I'm not discrediting what you've been feeling this year. I'm not discrediting your emotions. Your emotions are an indicator to show what you're going through, how you're processing. Sometimes you're not even processing, but your emotions are just an indication of what you've been exposed to and, and what you've been left with. But I want you to know that those very same emotions when processed through the word of God can be purified and they can become thanksgiving and they can become gratitude and they can be such a presence of peace if you would just allow yourself to dwell in the atmosphere of the presence of God. This year I've learned that um, you cannot have a Christian life without the word of God. Like there's no such thing as I'm a prayerful Christian and you do not read the word of God. You do not spend time in the word of God. You do not pray the word of God. For our Christian lives to be effective, for us to have a relationship with God, with God, we need to know his word. We need to spend time in his word because that is where we get communion. Uh, we get to be in communion with God the Father. We get to know his son and we get to receive revelation from the Holy Spirit. We get to know God in his entirety. The word of God says that... Um, in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 that the word of God is living it's active it's sharper than a two-edged sword and it peers it, it it divides I mean the soul from the spirit this means that um because you are spirit and the word has the ability to divide your soul from the spirit it means that the word has the ability to bring clarity in your life the word has the ability to begin to address your soul in the manner that it needs to be addressed because remember when you get born again your spirit man is perfect it doesn't need any work anymore and your spirit man keeps feeding on the word of god yet your soul and your body are still on a journey of perfection they still need to be renewed romans 12 verse 2 so i want you to know today that the answers that you are searching for are in the word of god 
you may be looking at the year in November now. This is the last weekend of November. And you may be thinking this year was a waste. What, what have I done with my 2020? I haven't even seen what it was about. I feel like it was just a horrible year with all this heartache and whatnot. What if we flipped the script and, and we, we decided, okay, you focused long enough on the heartache. What are the things that God has been doing for you? And for me, I'll just start by the mere reality that you are listening to this podcast right now shows me that God has continued to breathe the breath of life in you. That is a testimony in itself. Someone did not wake up today. You are alive. You are breathing. It means that God continues to have a purpose and a plan for you. It means that God has a purpose for you to serve in your generation. If you could just detach yourself from your emotions and get into the word of God and dig deeper to find out what is God saying about this season. Sit down, take inventory, how faithful God has been and move forward in the attitude of gratitude. If we could live in an atmosphere where we are constantly saturated in the word of God, the storm may rage, but we will not be shaken. We will not be moved because our anchor will remain in place. And now I give you a definition of a human anchor, but for me, God has been that an anchor. And imagine God is more powerful than a metal anchor. So how much more is he going to do for you right now today as you make a decision to move forth with a positive mind and a heart of thanksgiving? A positive mind can only happen when your mind is being renewed by the word of God. Today, I just want to challenge you. I'm not discrediting your feelings. I'll say it again. Your feelings are there and they are very real but you are not your feelings. And let me tell you something, your feelings can change in the next hour. Your feelings can change tomorrow, but what will never change is the word of God. You see, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. Take some time to get into the word of God and find out what God is saying about your situation. Take this coming week to meditate on those scriptures over and over again. If you can, put them in a playlist and play that playlist as you go to bed. Your spirit is going to soak them in at night. And as you meditate on them, I want you to see the impact they'll have on you after one day, two days, three days and one week. I am confident that after one week of practice of meditation, there will be such tangible results. Your situation wouldn't have changed, but your focus would have changed and the work will be working and feeding your spirit man to allow your emotions to be filtered and purified through the word of God. My prayer is that this will be a blessing to you send us an inbox if you make a decision to do this practice which I highly recommend of meditating on the word of God and if you don't know any scriptures and you're going through a situation drop us an inbox I'll be happy to share with you some scriptures that you can put on your playlist and meditate on even in your sleep 
as you go by the way day and night and see the impact and the life-giving power that the word of God has for you. God bless you guys.